And a lot of them tell us that, you know, they have a huge increase in revenue because they found our tool and they started doing SEO and, you know, we motivated them to do it. So that motivation becomes somehow a key differentiator for us. And, but it's hard to tell people, Hey, we can motivate you. You know, it sounds stupid. So what we do instead, we say, just try our tool. And we try to make it very easy to sign up for our tool. I think we make it way easier than most of our competitors. Yeah. Well, the real value is, you know, the motivation that it, you know, makes you like some people go nuts when they use our tool, they want green everywhere, you know, green chat marks. So that's the real value. They understand the value of what they've done. So that becomes a real value as well. But those are the two only things. The rest I would understand if people say, yeah, so you have keywords, so you have links, so you have an on-site section. I've seen that 200 times before. And yes, you've seen it 200 times before because it has been there 200 times. Yes. That's, that's not where we differentiate. We're, we're the same on this one. You're listening to the B2B SaaS podcast with your host, Upendra Verma. Every week, I talk to the world's best B2B SaaS founders and ask them everything about their business. There's a lot to learn from every founder, whether they're just starting out or already doing tens of millions in ARR. It could be their zero to one journey, their top of funnel lead generation, their lead conversion strategy, their churn and account expansion process, their product journey, or even how they sold their company. Everyone has interesting story and insights they've gained over time. I'm here to decode them by asking the right questions. No superficial and lengthy conversations. In just 15 to 20 minutes, I'll deep dive into one of the above themes backed by real metrics so that all of these insights are data backed and actionable. Let's listen to today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the SaaS podcast. Today, we have Karsten Madsen with us. Karsten here runs a company called Morning Score. Hey, Karsten. Welcome to the show. Hey. Hey, Pandra. Really awesome to be here. All right, Karsten. So let's let's try to understand what Morning Score does, right? What does, what does the product do and why do customers pay you money? Yeah, why do they pay money? And, you know, we are in a very competitive industry, the SEO tools industry. So basically ranking number one on Google and how to do that. There are plenty of online tools for that. And I don't know, I got this crazy idea to create another such tool. Looking back, it probably wasn't so smart because, you know, there's so many competitors and I've learned the hard way that if you go into a competitive industry, you're going to face a lot of challenges. So why should they pay money for our tool? That's probably what I spend the most time thinking about. And our main argument so far is we've gamified the whole experience of, of growing your SEO. And it sounds silly, but actually it's what makes the difference. So if you're a beginner, you will learn SEO through our game, gamification. So we give you missions. We suggest things that you do. And you complete those missions and you earn XP and then you level up in the tool and it's all cool and you get motivated. You get these green check marks and so on. And if you're an expert, we have a pretty, our data is pretty deep and and the tool and the functionality of the tool is also quite deep, which means that most experts will be plenty fine with all the tools we've got. And that extra motivation of leveling up as they grow their customers or their own SEO is actually what a lot of experts tell us makes them choose our tool instead of, let's say, Arefs or SEMrush or whatever out there, at least as a daily driver. And then they use those tools when they need something specific from those. So yeah, that's 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 yeah. why people pay us that's, money so far. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty interesting, you know, positioning, right? So gamification in SEO industry. We'll, we'll come back to that. So I just want to understand your customer base so that yeah, we can come yeah. back and talk about how it's working for you, your unique positioning that I've seen. It's so so help me understand, like, how how much revenue were you doing last month? approximately yeah so our mr is roughly 50k in dollars and you know the dollar yeah. keeps going up so i have to keep <laughs> adjusting yeah. but that's around that number 800 
actively paying customers like almost 850 mm-hmm. and you know how the revenue the revenue on a get we make almost the mr on a monthly basis to be honest so that's sure. pretty uh, close and to the mr where were you say an, a 12 months before so yeah 12 months before we were at roughly 30000 mr got it all right so 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 you let 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 me just uh, understand how big these customers are right so 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 what sort of customers do you have who are these customers are they agencies are or do you have any specific segment that you're targeting or like explain how these customers look like because i know it's it's a big product vast product like anybody in the world can use your tool are you focusing on someone like how does the customer base look like today yeah so web shops so that's e-commerce and agencies and i'm when i say agencies i mean all kinds of agencies can be digital agencies can be seo consultants can be all kinds of agencies that work with digitalization are using that's the two primary groups and those are the ones we focus on and you know how do we get those cust- i mean how do we reach those uh, that's groups? my next question so so ah, okay <laughs> <laughs> so so let so let, let's let's do it systematically because there's a lot of you know journey involved in here and so i want you to sort of look at your last last years sort of growth right and help me understand where you got all of those new customers from first first of all what channels have been working for you i think the biggest growth factors especially if we talk about the beginning i think that's actually the most interesting for you mm-hmm. is a few things so email marketing i think especially because it's not really legal in denmark where we we started out uh and i didn't know at the time so i found i i scraped some very good email lists of webshop owners so e-commerce owners and i got like 3000 of them and i think we got like 10 customers out of that so like some of our 10 first customers just by emailing them all and saying hey there's this new cool Danish tool you know like patriotism it always works and the same with agency so just direct email but these are cold emails tried, right so they absolutely know cold email cold we didn't know anything about them and we didn't even try to make it smart or we didn't do any follow ups anything like that but i sent them through my personal inbox i didn't do any i didn't use any tool I used actually some very old school mail merge tools from Microsoft, the Office Suite. That's actually an amazing tool. Like I was like, "Whoa, this is way better than some of these advanced modern tools." Anyway, can show you later, but so that's one of the first things I I did. And so then just, I stopped. Just help me close that story, right? So like it's it's really hard to imagine that you would get a bunch of customers just by doing that. So what like if I were to send it from my personal email saying that I've got some new fancy tool, why would they even care about it? so what really worked according to you there was it that um, patriotism that you were mentioning or was it something else patriotism helps i think i've made a really good email to be honest okay so you if you are being too modest <laughs> i killed it no no there was some patriotism and some people knew me my me personally from other from from you know network and so on and i think the fact that we gave them a very good deal you know giving a very good i told them the first 50 customers get a very good deal that always works okay so were you playing along the line of you know pricing so yeah what so 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 like were you offering them like this for crazy low prices or what was that initiative yeah well half price i wouldn't call it crazy low but that was like a pioneer discount that was way lower than we would give today right so that that helped yeah so let's move forward so you've got those 10 customers so what happened after that when was well, this by the okay. way 
which year was this 2018 20, 2018 end of 2018 so how we grew from there is a more of a classic story we start doing a lot of somi just posting i start doing videos on linkedin that started really catching some some traffic seo you know we're an seo tool we do our own seo and that has all that's probably like 40 percent of our revenue new customers mm -hmm. so new revenue coming in is from seo today and actually we want to go double we want we want to double down on that because we see that it's just the cheapest channel for us it works really well we've tried you know google ads that was pretty effective too but quite expensive because you know the competition is high in my industry, we've done Facebook ads. We've done a lot of things, Quora ads. We've done a lot of things, but none of them. So I don't have anything bad to say about Facebook ads, but I want to remind people who do that, that it almost takes a full-time position, like a full-time job to keep creating new, they call it creatives, to keep creating new content that you can push on Facebook. And, and why you might ask, because everything dries up so quickly on Facebook. Your audience get tired of the same ad very quickly. And Facebook is not very good at showing your ad to new audiences. And you have to work so hard to get them to do it. So my experience, and I've worked with some of the smartest Facebook people, uh, consultants in the world, and they all tell me you need a mean content machine to be strong on Facebook ads. So, and then I told them, okay, so you're telling me I need a full-time content person to even be relevant for Facebook ads. So then if you think about it, you need to at least in Denmark, a full-time content person is quite expensive. Someone who's very good at graphics or content, it's quite not cheap. Yeah. So you have to add that on top of your Facebook ad expenses. And then when you calculate, you know, the CAC, you know, the customer acquisition cost, what it costs to get a customer for Facebook ads, and you include the full cost, it's a very bad investment in my opinion. So we stopped doing that. So, so yeah, you mentioned something, right? So like you've experimented with a lot of those things. And so you yeah. mentioned 40% of your new growth last year came from SEO. And where was that rest of 60% coming from? So we did experiment a lot with Facebook ads. So it was like 20% Facebook ads. Somi is very hard to measure, as you know. So I have like a catch-all. Yeah. So like you could put like, you know, the remaining 40% in Somi, Google ads, there's a bit, there's like 10, 20% there. Uh, and you know, like, uh, we also did some events. We are, I, I was lucky enough to present at some conferences and so on. So I would call the rest just branding, you know, like yeah. the remaining 20%, some kind of branding. Yeah. All right. All right. So let's, let's get back to your SEO part of it. Right. So, so look, I mean, you run an SEO company, so you must be an expert in that. Right. But still just yeah. imagining, right. So your, your, the space in which you are in, it's pretty competitive and to, mm. to sort of make a dent where SEO is going to take a lot of effort or something very creative. So what has really worked for you? Is there any, anything that you've done, you know, any key insights that you found out or what was your process like? Yeah. So in terms of getting customers from our own SEO, if we're not talking product, but just the marketing of it, uh, I have to say the, the good old tactic of running alternative two pages. So because there are so many searches in my industry for competitors, I can also use that to my advantage. So there's many people who search for SEMrush. I think some people call it SEMrush, SE ranking, Hrefs, all these tools. So I could create like alternative to Hrefs on our on our website. That page would then rank high on some searches for Hrefs alternative, you know, when people Google that. And that traffic would be at least looking for an alternative and then we would be there. And we've gotten at least a pretty decent amount of customers from that. And it's very cheap to do because you set up those landing pages and you know, I, we're lucky enough to have a lot of links to our websites. We have a strong website, we have easy time ranking. Um, so that was enough to gain some traction. So that was like the biggest trick in it. 
we had, and then we've created some great blog posts that just keep creating traffic that helps us a lot as well. Yeah. All right. So, so, but wouldn't that alternative part also like, wouldn't it be competitive as well? Because you've got like lots of products out there, right? So, yeah, yeah, it is very, but we're not, we don't have all the first place. We don't have the best spots on that because we're a small company. We don't have a huge SEO team that we can just. What's, uh, what's the keyword that, that drives most traffic to you? So yeah, that's a very good question because I think actually at some point, Hrefs alternative was pretty good for us. We and ranked we, quite high on it. And what's that number? Is it in top 10, 20, 50? Also, it depends by, country by country we yeah. measure. In Your Germany, it was. And Germany was number one at one point. Oh, okay. Now I think it's number two or three. In in United States, we're number five or six. So yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, so I think that's that's that 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 makes sense. All right. All yeah. right. So so now let's go back, you know, and sort of look at your you know funnel, right? So how does your bottom of funnel look like? So once once you sort of you know bring all of this you know potential leads to your website, so what happens after that? Mm. How do you close them? Yeah, so it's mostly self-service because, you know, the price point starts around $60. So we can't afford to hire a sales team to close them. But I do have a few salespeople who, whenever there's a very good lead coming in, a big company or something that looks promising, they will contact them, but just by email. Mm -hmm. And then we also have like this classic email flow that, you know, we send a few email during the trial to, you know, talk a little bit about us and ask them some questions. And actually... We got a quite high interaction rate. I also send some emails from me personally, and I tell them that I'll reply. And obviously I do as well. And so a few times a week, I reply to people who ask questions and my colleague the same. So, so yeah, that works. Post the trial sign up. So, so yeah. any plans to sort of go up market to increase your ACV? Is that something that you're working on? Or are you still going to sort of play around? Yeah, so, so I wouldn't call it up market necessarily because we have some of the biggest clients in the world right now you, you what's the biggest but, ACV that you have um so you're talking about in terms of money or just yeah. brand recognition well I, I, uh, money in terms of money yeah so so that would be 10,000 yeah. yr you know like annual uh, yeah, yeah yeah acv 10,000 acv yeah yeah it's not huge but you know we're in a winners so so i i'm I'm assuming you did not close this using your self-serve model so you must have done something there to sort of close such a deal oh it was my network mainly you know it helps and that's you know the tip of the iceberg where people don't see that i've been an entrepreneur for 12 years you know obviously i have some network that i can push such deals so so now my question is i mean i know you've got these amazing you know lead generation channels that are giving you leads consistently and you also have, you know, your network and there are other possibilities that you could sort of explore with, right? To increase your ACVs and maybe go up market or increase that, you know, that ticket sizes, right? So what's yeah, the I know future going to look about, like? But, uh, you know, yeah, my, but my question is like, what's the future going to look like? For example, how are you going to go from 50K MRR to let's say 500K? So how, how does that journey look like for you? Well, it looks very simple. We have tried a lot of things in the last two years and we've made a lot of mistakes. So our main challenge was we thought we were going to be only a tool for beginners because we thought there's so much money in that. Everyone wants a tool to learn SEO. Turns out it's a horrible idea. Beginners don't want to pay any money and they churn very fast. So it just was a bad, bad business case. So what we've done now, we've said, okay, let's go back to what we used to do. We built an SEO tool for everyone. You know, we're like the Volkswagen of of SEO. We don't care if you're an expert or if you're a beginner, you belong with us because we're for the people. That's how we see it. So that means we're not going to be the most advanced tool, but we're definitely not going to be the simplest tool. So 
how we're going to grow big is to go head on head with the big tools like SEMrush, Ahrefs, Moss, so on, by just outperforming them on intuitive features, not necessarily more features, but just better and more awesome features and just gamification that just makes it so fun to be part of our journey instead of theirs. So that's a product talk. If you talk marketing, well, SEO is actually where we're going to bet a lot of our energy now and then affiliate. I saw one of your earlier podcasts and he also talked about affiliate. Affiliate, I think, is here to stay, at least in the SaaS world. And I'm actually this week, I've spent a lot of energy pushing different different affiliate. You know, I, I reach out to blogs and say, hey, you should mention our tool too. And I think at least short term, at least that could take us to to at least 200k MR. I didn't make a plan for 500k to be honest. Sure, uh, sure, but sure. but to 200k that should that should be the affiliate and the SEO. That's like where we're gonna yeah. push hard. Makes sense. Makes sense. So now I'm gonna go back and you know talk about that positioning aspect, right? That unique factor that you have. So I'm gonna be blunt and I'm gonna ask you. Is it really making an impact or is it something that you're really using it to differentiate yourself from a competitor? Because I, if I look at your website, it's pretty obvious that you're an SEO tool, but you're very unique because you're trying to do something new. And I've never seen such a positioning in SEO game, right? I've seen tens of products, right? So how exactly is this working for you in terms of, you know, value that this positioning is generating for your customers? Yeah. Okay. So, well, maybe a boring answer is, we have some customer stories and like what is really exciting for us is that we have a lot of customers who told us they never knew how to do SEO or they were too bored to do it. Believe it or not, you know, people are too rich these days, especially in my part of the world. They're like, oh, I'm too bored to grow my company. And then they discover our tool and they, and we have a lot of customer stories on our website. So in depth and in detail, we show graphs of how they grew their, their traffic. And a lot of them tell us that, you know, they have a huge increase in revenue because they found our tool and they started doing SEO and, you know, we motivated them to do it. So that motivation becomes somehow a key differentiator for us. And, but it's hard to tell people, Hey, we can motivate you. You know, it sounds stupid. So what we do instead, we say, just try our tool. And we try to make it very easy to sign up for our tool. I think we make it way easier than most of our competitors. But just, you know, type in your website on the front page. Yeah. And just get going with your SEO within two minutes, no credit card, no nothing. Right. So, so that's, that's what I believe in. And we actually have a really cool feature where you just click on one button, one click, and you see our tool live. It's like a live demo. You don't need to do anything mm -hmm. else. So I think those kind of things is helping us push what enable us to show what we can do as a tool instead of talking about it, because it's really hard. When there are so many competitors, everyone's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? And once they try it, they're like, oh, this is cool. And that, you know, that's, no, what that's, that's what I was trying to understand, right? Is this that cool feature that you've got, right? That is really sort of helping you sort of, you know, maybe, you know, get more eyes on your product or get people to try out your product or, or do you believe there is real value in it that, that people are able to extract out of it? Yeah, well, the real value is, you know, the motivation that it, you know, makes you like some people go nuts when they use our tool. They want green everywhere, you know, green check marks. So that's the real value. Yeah. And on top of that, we 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 spend a lot of time on making the tool intuitive and 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 it's really easy to use. So for a beginner, there's like instant value. For the expert, the value is mostly agencies. So if you have clients, you want to show them what you've done and what the agencies are telling us that when they use Morning Score, the clients get it. They understand the value of what they've done. So that becomes a real value as well. But those are the two only things. The rest, I would understand if people say, yeah, so you have keywords, so you have links, so you have an on-site section. I've seen that 200 times before. And yes, you've seen it 200 times before. 
because it has been there two times. Yes. That's that's not where we differentiate. We're we're the same on this one, and I completely agree with that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's very interesting, actually. Yeah, all right, all right. So, yeah, so let's I think let's wrap this up, right? So, so when just wanted to understand how your team looked like today, as of today, how many folks in your team? Nine people. Nine and like how many in the G team? Go to market team. So two in the go to market team is and, quite small. And how many engineers? Three. Three engineers, got it. And like, how many founders? Are you just a solo founder? Two founders. Two founders. Me and the CTO. I I am very happy to have a strong CTO. Yeah. And we're gonna kick the other SEO tools ass because we you know we have the technical foundation. <laughs> so, so I'm I'm to be honest, right? I'm struggling to understand how you manage to build a product like this with just three engineers. I mean, because I could imagine oh, what it goes what goes into building a product like this, right? So I mean, you've got to go out and script everything in the internet, literally everything. Because that's what your product basically does, right? So it's it's really amazing. So our shortcut, our shortcut is providers. Oh, so okay. Hrefs, yeah, I'll sh- I'll tell you exactly how we do it. So Hrefs and Semrush, they built their own databases and they scraped the entire internet. I'm not gonna, and they do some things which I'm not gonna say here on this podcast. But sure. it's not all, you know. Okay. So if you want to play that game, it's really hard in terms of scraping. You know, there are legalities. Yeah. There, totally are, there are lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, so what we do, we just work with partners. So we, and instead of building this huge database, we, whenever you type in a website in our tool, immediately we, we draw from seven different data partners. So that's our approach. And what we see, at least in many cases, we can get more data than some of the other SEO sure. tools because we are data agnostic. We're like, okay, this partner over here has some data. Okay, we take some from them. This partner over here has some data. Okay, and then we compare the data and try to, you know, repair it. And 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 ha- and in that way, by having several data partners, there we can get the best quality out there. Not always, but we are pretty good on data. So, so now, now an interesting question here, right? So, so for ex- like, how much cut do these sort of partners actually take from you and let's try to quantify that for example for every dollar you make how much do you end up giving these data providers that's very easy for every for every dollar i would say for every ten dollars we make we have to give away two two that's just data costs yeah yeah just data costs on top of that you'll have server costs and so on so it's more like three actually if you include our server costs so 70 ecr is what you sort of so 30 is your sort of you know cost of goods is that what you're saying yeah 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 that, that's still really amazing i mean because in SaaS world it's typically 2025 20, even if you're just selling a software the servers itself will take up you know 20 percent of your overall sort of costs yeah i guess it's it's not too bad then that's that's pretty cheaper i guess from them that's that i think that is really amazing <laughs> yeah well, it depends. If you buy our most expensive client, we actually make the least amount of money because then we give you a lot of credits for, you know, a lot of keywords and so on for a little. And then we make maybe, then it's opposite. Then we yeah. only make 30% on you, but that's normal. You know, that's, yeah. that's interesting. I think that's one secret that you've revealed here today. And ah, one more- you know, I don't care. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that like that's really amazing to be honest because I, I, I never really knew. Like I, I just looked at your product and I was like, how on earth did you build this? I mean, it's, it's really, really hard in, in terms of data, obviously. The product still has, yeah. you, you still need to build the software, but you know, the data part is really critical, right? You need tons of engineers sitting out and, you know, scraping. Yeah, but if you can just get it for like 20% of the cost, I mean, that's just really amazing. We are, we're not even afraid to disclose where we get it from because we are all about honesty and, and, and you know, open openness yeah. because we think that's, that's how you can, you know, look at our data. So, so I have a list of seven providers and we have it on our website. So everyone that's, can look and they're very good providers. I think they do a great job. Awesome, awesome. That's great. And did you raise any money as of today to build your company? Yeah, we raised a total of one million dollars. Yeah. 
and who did you raise this money from is it venture capital mostly angels mostly angels yeah and so what are the what are their expectations from you going forward i mean it's not your uh, way too way too high expect us to grow grow big but i think given the current situation in the world they also just expect us to run a, a good business we don't have time to talk about it but this year has been crazy for us because we thought we were going to go vc but it turns out we're not really ready for vc or maybe we're not relevant for vc because we don't grow fast enough we grow like 100% a year but that's just a minimum you need to grow in vc at our stage we we think it's fine but they 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 want more so we spend a lot of money preparing for that uh but now we realize that in the current market all we want to do now is become cash flow positive so we spend less money than we get and we're currently on a journey to do that we we currently burn money but in within 12 months we should be cash flow positive so that's my current goal and i'm really looking forward to that day where i can finally say yes we're a real business now we make more money than of course we're a real business and, yeah. and and we're doing well but you know it's 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 a nice feeling to make more money yeah yeah i'm sure you're going to you're going to reach them you know much sooner than what you're sort of predicting right so what's what's the future look like you know what's the vision here like 5 years down the line are you still going to take that vc route or you or are you going to build a sustainable company and maybe sell it out i never going to sell that's not my ambition i hate i hate that i don't like it i want to build a very cool company i want to build the coolest seo tool out there we want to be the top 3 seo tool in the world that's one of our goals not in 5 years but in 10 years we're realistic we're just going to keep pushing and yeah for me i've this is my second company for me when i build a company it's all about creating the coolest workplace so i care a lot about my employees i care a lot about our customers i just want to build a great place where people love to go to work and so that's actually the most important thing for me of course we want to grow and so on but building a cool product and having a cool workplace you know then i don't really care about how big you certainly got a cool product i can see that all yeah, right kasten yeah i hope you hope you scale morning score to much greater heights thank you thanks for yeah, taking the time to talk to me yeah thanks a lot yeah thank you a lot ifana